Welcome into week two of the State of the Empire. We're about a week away. In fact, when this airs, exactly a week away from the season opener, as at the time this is a recording, about nine days from the season opener with April 27th, Saturday, 7 p.m., Albany against the brand-new Columbus Destroyers happening in the Times Union Center. Looking forward to uh, season two of the Empire, the season opener. Colin Taylor, he's a returning player here in year two, is our guest this evening. I'm AJ Cannell, the voice of the Empire. CT, how you been doing? AJ, I've been great. i got to tell you, it was, wasn't until maybe week 10, week 11 or so last year before I was invited on the show to be the season opener week one guest must mean we're doing something right. Well, you're kind of like the, the week negative one guest, or week zero, if we're being more, if we're being accurate, which we decided we wanted to be accurate, because there's one more show before the opener, not to burst your bubble. I'm going to take that a little bit as disrespect, but I think I'll, I'll be able to run with that. I also, forward. I'm wondering about, thinking about your comment about that you weren't on until week 10 or week 11 last year. I'm not sure that is entirely accurate either. I think by that time, we might have had you on for the second time. I might, okay, I might be stretching the truth a little bit. Um, but, I was hurt last year, but I am flattered this year to be able to be on right away. Right, right. We'll have to go dig back in the archives for the, answer, for the answer there. A lot but, of good content there, too. If, if you didn't hear episode yeah, one or two. There was yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of great content last year. We're going to try our best to match it this year <laughs> when you are with us, but it's going to be a, a, a tough thing. So... What are your thoughts, by the way, on, on last year? Because we're going to go into, I think, what you've been up to, and I know you've been up to a lot. That's mm-hmm. going to come later on in the program, and people should stay tuned for that. But just your thoughts on the team and what it felt like to, to come up. We can't change the past, right? So... With, being that said, with, with that being said, unfortunately, we can't do anything about it, and we'd love to be able to go back and, and change some things and change some calls and, and change some plays that we made or didn't make, but unfortunately, we're not able to do that, but all we can do is learn from that, right? And I know we've even talked about it in camp a little bit, you know, wish we would have done this. If we would have had the opportunity here, we should have done this, but again, it, it was a learning experience. Um, you know, I think we got confident last year. Obviously, I think anybody in our position would have felt the same way. You play a team six times total. You beat them five out of five times when you play them. You go into that sixth game thinking you're going to roll over them. But that's why you play the game, right? They, they were a good team. They're a bunch of professional football players as well. They went on to win the, win the Arena Bowl, so they weren't a bad team anyway. Um, so it was, it was frustrating. It, it, you know, it's left, a, it's left a sour taste in all of our mouths. The players who came back, it's something we, we talked about immediately. And it also was kind of one of those driving factors for me all offseason when I was getting up early to train. And, you know, some days are a little easier to get out of bed than others. And, and on those tough days, I just remembered that feeling that I had in the locker room after our loss to Washington when everybody expected us to host the Arena Bowl. That feeling that I had and to look at the, 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 the faces that were, you know, on, on my teammates and, and how disappointed everybody was, that's what got me up. That's what got me moving. That's what got me going in the right direction to be able to train to get my point, get myself to here to this point where we're able to hopefully, hopefully rewrite history. You uh, channeled it. You channeled it. Yeah. I mean, that's, and people who think that, like, sometimes that gets overdone. Like, oh, is that kind of cheesy? Like, oh, you're motivated from last year's loss. Like, who really thinks about that? I mean, I, I, I completely buy that. And the reason is, I think about my life, I'm still channeling stuff that happened to me in second grade. Right. And I want to get back at what, it, like whatever happened. So I'm sure something that happened last season is pretty easy to channel. But that, that's just life, man. That's, I think that's how people 
respond to things and use it to their advantage. And I'll tell you the other thing is kind of how, you know, how sports work and how life works these days is everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody on social media. You know, I, I, the, the quarterback, the, the MVP um, of the Arena Bowl was my quarterback years before. So obviously we're, we're friends in real life. We're friends on social media. And every Arvell. week, Arvell Nelson, yeah, the quarterback we're talking about, every week this guy put, put posts up about, you know, hoisting the trophy and, and, and the ring when they got that and the championship game and highlights of him, you know, playing against our defense. And, and that kind of stuff just, like, really boiled up inside. And I actually trained with him a little bit in the offseason because he lives in Cleveland. I live in Cleveland. And I just got to hear about it all the time over and over and over again. So, you know, even if I wanted to run away from it, I couldn't. I didn't have that, you know, that, that option. So I just made sure, like you said, to channel it and be able to, to move forward and get myself to here in this position one week away from the home opener. Well, you also had your Tanya Harding chance, apparently, just to go right at him, but thankfully you passed up <laughs> yeah, on it. Thankfully I did. Yeah, I was, I was raised better than, than to do something <laughs> like that. So if it weren't for my parents, maybe. But, right. yeah, thanks to them, I, I didn't do that. Right. I think that's the, that's the, the fair decision to make. Uh, what's the attitude overall from the team? CT been like in training camp so far. It's a unique situation where you only have a couple weeks mm-hmm. to get ready for the season. Even playing field, though, for every single team. Uh, what's, the, what's the team atmosphere been like getting ready for the year for Albany? Because it's been a combination of guys yeah. who are like you and were there last year for the great regular season and the disappointing finish. And then some newcomers as well who were either on different teams last year or they were or they're rookies this year. Yeah, so if you looked at the roster going into training camp, you'd see about half and half. You'd see about half, half returners. And then half of what we call rookies in our game, you know, guys not new to professional football per se, but are new to, to our game of arena football. And there's a learning curve, and it's tough to learn the sport. But the the vibe and the feeling was exciting in training camp. We we just wrapped um, we just wrapped today, and, and you know we're we're excited to get the team together. But it was super competitive. It was one of the most, if not the most, competitive training camp I've ever been a part of just because the fact that we brought in a lot of really good talented veterans I mean we brought back last year's rookie of the year last year's wide receiver of the year we brought who's, back, who's that I've never heard um, of that shoot I can't even remember now that I think about it I, I'll have to get on social well, media we'll get to it next it's week on every one of my uh, every social media when I pull yeah. it up um, we'll, yeah, do, we'll, we'll do some week. research get come back next week and, and we'll figure and get that, out. that name yeah. yeah so we you know we we return the defensive player of the year we return the offensive uh, the offensive league MVP. We returned all these big name guys, but then we brought in a ton of rookies who are thirsty to to experience professional arena football. We have some really really talented young guys, and I'm not going to say anything to to kind of to spoil opening night, but we're going to sure. have some some talented talented players on the in the defensive backfield that none of uh, the Empire fans have heard of, but we'll get to learn very soon. Some really talented young guys. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a veteran core of receivers with a couple of guys mixed in here and there. You know, we're gonna have the, the quarterback that everybody knows, a really good, talented offensive line. But I'm really excited to see the secondary. Um, really young, really thirsty, really hungry. If I can think of any more food metaphors, um, defensive backfield, and they're and they're gonna have a heck of a season. I think thirsty and hungry covers it for items that you are trying to consume. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. But anyways, uh, talk about the secondary. I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, we're talking with Colin Taylor here on the State of the Empire. So you've been going up against them. I think it's fair to say they are the most new-look group mm-hmm. from last year to this year. There really are no returning members of that secondary that were there the entire season Correct. Correct. last year. There are a couple 
that were there for parts of last season, but none of the guys that, that you come you came to know all of last season in the secondary. They've all moved on pretty much to different teams. But it seems like the secondary is ultra-talented. So, you know, if you had to break down what it's been like going up against them so far in practice, what would you, what would you say? It's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's, you know, like I mentioned, it's, it's, it's just kids who want to break into the sport and want to make a name for themselves, right? You'll see guys who will come in and, and they'll, be, they'll be into it. They'll like the idea of playing professional football but don't have what it takes and don't, don't understand that they don't have what it takes to make it. These kids got in here knowing that they had what it takes and knowing who they were going up against. You know they're going up against, if you look at the, the total number of games played and the total number of touchdowns scored of guys that we have on this receiving core, it's a, it's a pretty big number, right, if you just compare these guys to the guys who have no picks, no tackles, you know, no plays in, in professional arena football. These guys came in here ready to work and ready to go against who, who I, I might be a little biased. The, the, the best receiving core in the league, right? And these guys were getting, getting after it every day. They brought their A game every single day. It didn't matter if it was a walkthrough or a scrimmage. It was one of those things where it's almost annoying to players who've been around, like, okay, we get it, relax a little bit. You know, it's just a walkthrough. But these kids want it, want it so bad that they can't turn it off. And it's really exciting to see because I, I haven't seen guys like this since a couple years ago I played with a, with a player who ended up being rookie of the year um, in the defensive backfield. And, and a couple of these de- defensive backs remind me of this player. Um, they're led, the defensive secondary is led by Terrence Moore, who is a great guy to play with, plays jack linebacker. Um, really a game changer from that jack linebacker position, which is tough to do. And then they've learned through training camp from guys like our Keith Brown and Terrence Smith, who've played this game for a long time. Super talented players. And these guys are, like I had mentioned, they're going to they're gonna shock people early on because people are not going to know the names, but they're going to make a ton of plays, and I'm excited to see them grow over the season. Yeah, you did some good name dropping there. So Smith and Brown are the two guys who were notable that were a part of the team towards the end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. And if and that is accurate and appropriate to include Terrence Moore as a part of the secondary, really Absolutely. come to think of it. You know, as at the Jack linebacker position, I wasn't including him in that original statement about nobody coming back that was here all year last right. year. But you know, he was he was the defensive player of the year in the league at the Jack linebacker position, which is commonly in the AFL game associated with the secondary because it's a cover position. Uh, speaking of the wide receivers, though, quick thoughts before we head to the to the first break here. Just uh, on also a very crowded wide receiver room. What has it been like being part of that? Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, it's it, it's it's been wild. We we brought in this year to training camp more receivers than I've I've ever been a part of a training camp in, in in the AFL game. I mean, you look at the guys on the field. There are only three of them on the field, right? Usually dress about four or five. We we brought in, I would say, 12 extremely talented football players, and which is not only, not only good for the defense to be able to go against, but is good for in our room, in that receiver room. Everybody can learn from each other. Everybody vibes off each other. But it's taking everybody to the next level. You know, I, I'm a guy who's been around. This is my, I think, eighth camp professionally in, in the Arena Football League. And somebody spending that amount of time could – maybe take plays off, could take days off, could take practices off. You know, but with these young guys pushing us, we couldn't take any time off. I mean, they really made us work hard, and, and everybody got better because we brought in a super talented group of guys. 
um, I'm excited to see what, what coaches decide and, and who do they decide to keep. And for, for all the guys who don't make the team coming out of training camp, I'm sure everybody will be successful moving forward. Because like I mentioned, they're all very talented, all really good guys. And I'm excited to see, you know, how, how everything shakes out and where these guys end up and the guys who stay with us, how well they play during the season. Colin Taylor joining us on the State of the Empire. We'll get inside your offseason, what you've been up to, which is which it, it never fails to be extremely interesting and captivating. That is coming up next here on 104.5 The Team ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the State of the Empire, taping from the Recovery Sports Grill in East Greenbush. Looking for a new Chevy car or truck? Look no further than Denoyer Chevrolet. Located conveniently at 127 Wolf Road, Denoyer provides the best service and selection of Chevrolets in the Capital District. Pay a visit to their showroom or find them online at DenoyerChevrolet.com. AJ Cannell joined by Colin Taylor, the veteran wide receiver, former first-team All-Arena League player in 2016. He had those honors, and this, this team is full of former players of the year and first-team All-League players, many of them uh, just this past year with the Empire. But CT, what have you been up to this offseason? Um, well, in general, and then actually, I, I want to actually go specifically first as far as you, you, you have added something to your body, and it's located in your nasal region. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, uh, all right, where do we start? So, offseason was great. Thank yep. you for asking. Yes, yeah, yep. super, super busy off season. Um, we talked a little bit last year, but I'm in I'm in the strength and conditioning field. I'm a college strength and conditioning coach in in Cleveland, Ohio. Work at a couple couple different schools. So day starts around 5:02 in the morning. I figured out if I get up exactly at 5:02, then I'm able to get out of the door by 5:35. Any later, I'm rushing. Any earlier, then I don't get all my sleep. Right. So about 5:02 morning start, and I end up getting home around 8:30 at night. I see over. Uh, I'd say around 150 uh, collegiate athletes a day um, do all the strength and conditioning and all, all the programming and all the training for that, and that's excellent. So that's Monday through Saturday. So pretty busy, pretty busy weeks while I'm while I'm gone. Um, got to do a, a couple a couple cool things that again we'll we'll talk to a little later. Um, one of the much less cool things I did, if you ask my my parents, was yeah get a get a uh, face piercing as a as a 30 year old, which. Um, I didn't think would would happen, but yeah, you know, just like got up one day and decided I was ready for a change, and then did it. Did you so get up at five oh three instead of five oh two, and that and led to your decision, decision making? No, no, no. Yeah, it was you know I thought about it for like a couple hours, and then I chickened out on it, and then I got, and then I was annoyed that I chickened out on it, right? Which just makes sense. And then I went yeah. back the next day and did it. So here we are. So what's like the reason besides just that you did it? What, what do they say every year? New year, new me, right, is the thing? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Cut off the man bun from last year. That's right. Added a face piercing, added yeah. a couple more tattoos. So it's, it's tough like, to keep up with the ever-changing yeah, look. I didn't even notice yeah, the hair Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm trying to reinvent myself. You right. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah, and, and the, the man bun, I was no longer allowed in family photos if I had a, if I had a ponytail, so I had to cut that Fair off. Fair rule. So that was done. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, so we haven't, um, haven't gotten to the point where we've, We've had to take any pictures as a family yet since I've got this. So we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'm not, from, not, not totally sure. From, though, the, the end of last season, last football game you played, to the opener this season, which is coming up in a week, uh, which is against Columbus a week from now, 7 p.m., Times Union Center, how many tattoos have you added? Well, only three. 
Only so it's not a ton, Yeah, and then like a couple here and there, touched up a couple. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just a part of it. That's just, you know, anybody who, anybody who has them, it's yeah. kind of like every once in a while you got to jump back and forth and add to one or, you know, so, touch one up. And so, yeah, I mean, they're all, they're, all, they're all very meaningful. I got one for my mom's birthday for her, which is like, thanks for the birthday gift. I guess I have to like it type thing, right? I pretty much back her into a corner there. Got one for my sister. Got one for my grandfather. So they're all family related. But what's the total number now? Uh, that's a that's a that's a really good question. Well, how do you how do you really divide? Like, yeah, you have a you sleeve. Count? How do you yeah, sort of cut it as far as what's a, a unique question. tattoo? That's a good question. I mean, we'll say fifteen. We'll just how many? Okay, okay. How many times have you gone to a tattoo parlor <laughs> independently of the other time? <laughs> You don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a is good. that a I'll bad sign? At that I also point? don't. I also don't okay. know how much money I've spent on it. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. I try not to think about that. Who is more tatted up, you or Stephen Adams? Do you know Stephen Adams? I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's 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 pretty well covered. I think I mean, he's more tatted. Up. I was trying. So I grew up. I grew up idolizing Allen Iverson. Okay. And so, so you, you know, it was, it was I, yeah, I would, I got my hair braided because he uh-huh. did, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I would wear like wristbands and I wore number three, like the way he did. So I think it was just like a natural transition when I grew up to start like getting, getting tattoos. I haven't made my way up to the neck or the hands yet. Um, and I don't think that's next, but I, I didn't think a nose piercing was anywhere. In right. The, so you just never know. You never know. Okay. Yeah. Got to keep yourself guessing. Got to keep the body guessing. You might you know, go from, you might go from Steven Adams level to Birdman level. At some point, uh, Chris Anderson. At some point uh, in the next few years, we'll see. Uh, That's so, not a bad idea. Now that you mention it, yeah. other than uh, tatting yourself up and getting piercings, we'll talk about the rest of your off season, which yeah. sounded very busy. Yeah. In addition to all the physical training stuff, though, personal training stuff, you apparently. I mean, last year we talked about how your dream is to be Hollywood, but you kind of made it happen. Well, okay. So the the the, the dream is to be the the lead singer of a boy band cover band oh, that's right right yeah. so that's yeah so if that but <laughs> the next would to be you know to stay somewhat in entertainment um and so i was given the opportunity through i had i have worked with a and i'll try to make this as quick as possible worked with a company who does stunts in movies right sports stunts and movies so i've been doing that for about a decade and i'm i've met some great people through it um worked on sets with uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie and Christian Bale and you know some some big name guys. We've done some big movies and through that I met um, an independent director who wrote his own script and was going to shoot his own film um, and for some reason thought that I would be perfect for his his lead role. So went through the script a couple times, did some table reads with some different um, you know potential actors in the movie. Ended up getting the getting the role and I was in Atlanta for. Um, couple weeks about a month this this off season shooting it and it should come out sometime in the next next couple weeks and then we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah it was a really cool experience it's a short film um so to, to be a short film in, in film festival it's got to be under 30 minutes i've since learned so it's a it's a 30 minute film and um it's pretty cool it got me out of my comfort zone and i got to do some some really cool things that i would never done before and it was it was a lot of fun what's the genre the film um action Action, I would say it, it follows a police officer who turns army ranger, and kind of follows it follows him through his his time overseas, and when he comes back and, and get, gets back in his day to day, it's pretty, it's intense. There's a lot of action, a lot of lot of, you know, as you would imagine. There's there's car chases and 
uh, you know, gunfire and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a really, it was a lot of fun to do. I've seen some cuts in, in the trailer is now all, you know, on social media. And you can find that on my, my social media and stuff like that. And so it'll, it'll be cool. I'm excited to see what, what they come up with. What's your favorite type of movie to watch? Is it, is it action? Action is, is that's, a lot of that's, fun. I mean, but I yeah. think comedy. I think every, everybody's favorite is comedy, right? Do people, well, are there people who don't love? I mean, I don't think it's everybody's favorite. Yeah, I'm, yeah I, you know, I could, I, could, I could watch Wedding Crashers a, a hundred more times. I've probably seen that a hundred. I could watch The Dark Knight another hundred times. You know, so it just kind of depends the, the mood okay. you're in. But, you know, I could, you could watch The Notebook. You know, I could watch movies like that. Any any Gosling movie, you know, I can get behind. It's really just I, I think you, whatever you, mood you're in. When you say maybe comedy is the most agreeable genre of them all, I mean, it's certainly, I mean, it's not my favorite genre. Sure. Well, I mean, I like it. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Uh, I like a nice thriller, personally. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, but, I'm a big, big scaredy cat when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay. But okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with any of those scary movies. I won't, I won't see one. Can't convince me otherwise. Well, thriller's a little different from a scary movie, right? See, well, I mean, see, I mean I you're the movie. The, I mean, you know should know. You're the movie <laughs> yeah, star. Like, yeah, what right. am I doing lecturing right, you? Right, right, right. I mean, I'm yeah, talking more another, about... That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I'm more like psychological thriller. Like, I mean, I don't know if you... Do you consider... Have you seen Gone Girl? Yeah. Would you yeah, consider yeah, yeah. that a scary movie? No. Okay, I see, where, I see where you're at now. Okay. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm thinking. I do like that. Uh, okay. Change can, my Netflix settings, maybe, to start right. pulling, pulling more of those up. Uh, completely changing subjects. Uh, Budweiser, which I believe we can talk about because Bud Light is a sponsor of the Albany Empire, is making a limited edition 50th anniversary moon landing lager that came out two days ago as at the time that we're recording this. Are you going to, if I got you some, would you drink it? Does it say either way what I do and don't support? Or is that just me supporting the brand of Budweiser if I'm drinking... A 50th that's, anniversary. That's your call. It's but a, is, is it still a wild idea that we're celebrating the 50th anniversary and we haven't been back since? <laughs> and I would never, uh, AJ, I would never, I'm not in a position to be turning down drinks. That's, okay. you know, that's not something that I, would, I, I don't think I would do. Um, but it, I, I think that would be awfully ironic if I was drinking the 50th anniversary Budweiser Moon Landing beer. We're going to have to work on that. Also, I wanted to let you know... That I think we're going to bring you back on this program with July 20th is the anniversary of the moon landing itself. Awesome. Or as, as you would say, the alleged yeah, sure, moon sure, landing. Sure. Yeah. So, and we actually play July 20th against Philly. Okay. I'm going to tell you in advance, and it's at home. You're going to, have, you're going to catch 400 yards worth of passes in that game. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have a moon pun ready for every one of them. Oh, I I'm going to be ready wait. for you. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to Tommy about that. I'm going to talk to Coach and Tommy about that and make sure we make that happen because that would be, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. You're going to catch 15 passes for 330 yards, and I'm going to have moon stuff on every for reception. all of it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm on board. Just letting you know that. I'm on board. Finally, um, another random one, uh, which we like to sort of just jump around with you, mm-hmm. Colin Taylor joining us. Uh, so you, I don't know if we addressed this last year. We talked about how you went to Indiana University yeah. and was a walk-on in the football program. Yeah. I don't know that I remember to ask you last year about Carmel High School. Sure. Now, because I have a personal connection here, I used to broadcast for uh, Zach McRoberts is, okay. his, is his name. Sure. He's actually the younger brother of Josh McRoberts, who was a Duke star who went to the NBA. Zach played for... 
University of Vermont, where I used to work, yep. and then he went and actually transferred to Indiana, your alma mater, yeah. and he just graduated, I think, or just played his final year on the basketball team there, and he's done with his eligibility. Were you in high school at the same time as Josh? So, Josh McRoberts and I have the same birthday. No We're kidding. both February 28, 1987. We celebrated multiple, multiple birthdays together, growing up playing AAU basketball together. We oh. were the yeah, so we were the same same age. We we graduated at the same time. Good friends, um, in contact with him every once in a while. He's still back in the Indianapolis area. Actually, just ran into my sister pretty recently. She had let me know about that. But yeah, we we went to high school together. We graduated high school together. He went to Duke to be a superstar basketball player. I went to Indiana to be a walk-on football player. And you know when we've taken kind of our our different paths. But yeah, I was. Uh, I, I loved following Josh's whole college and professional career and his, his brother's whole high school and professional, you know, his high school and college career. I mean, that was awesome to watch. Um, but, yeah, so that, that is another interesting connection that we have that I was, I was unaware of. And I, I didn't even realize that, that it was the same exact birthday same down birthday. to the year. Damed down to the year. Down to the yep. exact day. That's pretty cool. That who's, is cool. So who's more athletic? So I would, I would argue this one. He mm-hmm. actually won in high school – most athletic of our class. And I said, okay, listen, he only plays one sport. Granted, he's really, uh, really good at that one sport. And he's known for his athleticism within that sport. He also very true. But I was a multiple sport athlete. Uh-huh. You know, I've had a professional football career. So it's something we'd have to, you know, if, if we were to do maybe a, a, a decathlon right. of sport, that's maybe the only way to, to settle it. All right, well, Both in our, in, in our now 30s and, tw- you know what I mean? Maybe maybe less athletic than we were when we were true. You know, eighteen. Maybe him, me. I'm still I'm still I'm it, still in my prime. If we get an increased budget for next year, and you're back next year, we'll cue that up. That's something. We'll yeah, take the extra money. That's and something to do. Fly Josh in. Do the. I'll call the whole thing. I'll broadcast. It'll be live on in, on the internet. I'll every, send him a every, text. I'll send him a text right now and see if he's see if he's up for that. All right, sounds good. Colin Taylor, Josh McRoberts. Didn't know about that connection. Uh, State of the Empire, looking for a turn to play after being injured, interested in living a healthier lifestyle or playing at the next level. HealthPlex, the exclusive and official athletic trainer provider of the Albany Empire, is your answer for all that and more. For more information, visit them online at healthplexfitness.com or call 518-383-0225. I love HealthPlex. Great endorsement. It's a great place to go. You also might love... IBEW Local 236, are you an experienced electrical worker or looking to kickstart your apprenticeship? With over 1,600 members in the Albany area, IBEW Local 236 is the leading electrical workers union in the Capital District. Join today, visit IBEW Local 236 at their local headquarters at 3000 Troy Schenectady Road in Schenectady or visit online at IBEW236.org. One of my favorites. (laughs) There you go. Colin Taylor, always Pitching in for the cause here on the State of the Empire. We come back and wrap things up next on 104.5 at Team ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the State of the Empire. Wrapping things up with our guest receiver, Colin Taylor. Reminder that this uh, coming Saturday, a week from today officially, Saturday, April 27th, 7 o'clock. It's the Empire against the Columbus Destroyers season opener. $1 hot dog night. And also, as always, a hyped-up block party with Funk Evolution playing the music. 
begins at 4 p.m. before the 7 o'clock kickoff. Albany Empire, State of the Empire program brought to you by St. Peter's Health Partners with over 12,000 employees in more than 170 locations. St. Peter's Health Partners is the Capital Region's largest and most comprehensive not-for-profit integrated health network, which provides high-quality and sophisticated care to thousands of people every day. CT. I absolutely love I love that. I the love read's that. not over without your endorsement. Yeah, yo, I love St. it. St. Peter's. Uh, okay. Same, shout out to St. Peter's. Colin Taylor, what are the team's goals, would you say, for the upcoming season? When Coach Keefe is addressing you guys, theming this season, talking about kind of what your mindset should be, what, what, what's been the conversation? So as baseline, as novice, and as basic as I can put it, mm -hmm. it's for each, each player to play their best on every play, right? And that sounds like something you would hear in elementary school and junior high and high school. But it is, it's, it's super important in the position we're at now to not try to do more than you can do, just to be able to, to – you are now a part of the team – you are now moving forward as an Albany Empire player. Every individual needs to play their best, to their best ability on every single play, right? And then with that being said, if they don't get there, if that doesn't happen, to forget it and move forward. Just like we talked about earlier in the show, I mean, we, we've got to get past, unfortunately, what happened last year, of course. Like we said, it's, mm -hmm. it, we've learned from it. We'll be better. But moving forward this season, we've just got, we've, we've got to be better. Every individual play, we can't harp on, on things that happened in the past. We've got to make sure moving forward that we're good. And I know, I mean, personally, giving the team, and, and I, I try to do it every year, and I will again try to do it this year, but giving the team everything I have for the four months, for the five months we're out here. So, you know, hopefully as, as long as we have 23 other guys who are on board with that, and I know we do, and I know this is the team who can get that done, then we'll be fine moving forward. But it, it all has to start, well, it started, let me say, 14 days ago, right? But it's got to start. April 27th, we've got to hit the, hit the ground running. It's all about shooting for the stars, and if you don't quite get there, you might land on the moon. <laughs> okay. Right? There's one. Cha-ching. Yeah. You yeah, got I'm it. just going to – every time you're on, it's, it's going to happen, so just uh, be ready for it and be used to it. Land uh, on the moon. I think, I think you run into a, a ceiling of some sort, but that's just me. Shoot okay. for the stars, run into a ceiling. Either way, either yeah. way. Uh, State of the Empire also brought to you by UA Local 7 since their inception. UA Local 7 has taken on an active role in the Albany area, providing the highest quality HVAC experience for all their clients and customers. UA Local 7 provides unparalleled benefits and a livable wage for all their members. To learn more on how you can join the best plumbers and steam fitters endorsed by Colin Taylor, union within the area, visit UA Local 7. Dot org. Colin I, I is endorsing. I believe you brought up UA Local 7. I love it. It's already them. your favorite. I, it's, I can't believe you. It, I should have looked at the sheet. I should have I'm excited you brought that up. That's one of my favorites. Right. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you, I mean, you kind of addressed it there at the end, but just you personally, it's your own, what's your own mindset this year? I mean, you, you've been doing this for a long time now. And as we talk about, there's a lot of talent on this group. You know, how, how are you planning to help this, this team this season? Of course, just like every year. 
whatever is, is needed, whatever is necessary, whatever coach needs me to do. Last year I ended up in some roles on special teams that I hadn't played before, tried to play to the best of my ability in those positions, and I think the staff was happy yeah. to, for, for me to be able to do that. I didn't realize, because I, I knew you'd been around for a long time in the league. I just sort of assumed you had returned a lot of kicks before. You really hadn't yeah, before yeah. last so year, that, right? I mean, very correct. I think I'd taken maybe two or three off the net before that before that opening game. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it, and it's a different it's, – it's, it's different in this sport than it is outdoors. I did it for years in outdoor football, and it's completely different in, indoors. Um, but, you know, again, it was just a, a role I needed to play, and then towards the year it ended up, you know, myself being on the front line against Adrian Trevino and all those on, onside kicks that he used to kick, you know, against us on Philly. Now we've got him on our team, so I don't have to worry about that from him. Um, but I just want to – I'm really focusing this year on being being uh, positive and – you know, look, being being gracious for every opportunity that I get. You know, because I know I'm now at a point where I'm not going to be able to do this for much longer, I assume. Um, you said that last year, too. Yeah, here, well, here you are. You know, and again, it's like just one yeah. of those things that I, I know how lucky I am to be in the position that I'm in. Right. And I know, and, and I, and I know the position I'm in. A lot of people would want to be in the position. So I'm making sure to move forward with gratitude and to always be happy and, and know that I'm here for a reason to be able to do everything I can do to help this team. That is a great uh, attitude to have for any, any line of work, any walk of life, I would say. Colin Taylor, always a pleasure to have you on the State of the Empire. Thank you so much. AJ, thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to, to doing this again, talking about some of these wins. We, we had you on first just so we can easily bring you back later on in the season, probably around July 20th is the <laughs> plan. CT, the Empire veteran wide receiver, former first-team All-Arena League player, returning to the team this year, joining us on the State of the Empire. I'm AJ Cannell. That'll do it for this uh, version of the State of the Empire Week 2. Home opener, season opener is a week away in the Time Duty Center. This has been the State of the Empire on 104.5 and ESPN Radio.